It's time for Decal Download, your source for news and information from the Georgia Department of Early Care and Learning. We'll hear from Commissioner Amy M. Jacobs and special guests to give you an update on all things Decal. This is Decal Download. Downloading now. Childcare providers sharing ideas, success stories, and lessons learned during their experience in our quality-rated program. That's the idea behind the Quality-Rated Peer Support Network, established in 2015 as an additional support to providers. And Commissioner, in a highly competitive industry, this has proven to be a great support system for child care providers facing similar challenges all over the state. It has, and it's really nice that it's not DECAL coming in and talking to providers about why you should become quality rated and what the benefits are and what the struggles are, but you're actually hearing from your peers who have been through the process as a provider. So I think that's uh, the true benefit in the PSN. Now, we talked about this. Your parents were in the child care industry. Fair right. to say it's competitive? Yeah, it's def- definitely <laughs> competitive. Um, always making sure you know who your neighbors are. And, you know, but, you know, they made friends, too, because you can share tips even way back then before quality rated was even a thing. Right. Common mission of looking out for Georgia's youngest children and their families. And here to talk about the quality rated Peer Support Network is Rachel Lee, Quality Rated Peer Support Network Specialist, and Michelle smith Lank, owner and director of the Kids World Learning Center, a three-star quality rated program in Statesboro. So, well, welcome, both of you. Hi, thank you. <laughs> Before we get into uh, the nuts and bolts of our PSN, we want to hear just a little bit about both of you. So, Rachel, how long have you been at DECAL, and what were you doing before you came to DECAL? So I've been with DECAL five years this month. Um, Happy anniversary (laughs) to me. Um, Before I, most recently before I was a director, um, but I've been a curriculum writer, a community service coordinator, and I kind of hop back and forth between public, nonprofit, and private. And when I landed here at DECAL, I realized that it is the best place for me because I get to influence and work with all child care providers on behalf of all of the children. And so I don't have to choose. Right. It's been wonderful. So, Michelle, tell us about your background. I know your background is Kids World. But before that, and how did you get into child care? And then tell us about Kids World. Well, my background was not in child care. Um, that was most of my family's background um, in child care. Um, but the reason why I joined child care was because of my children and always going to the center that they were at and saying I could do this better mm-hmm. and um, wanting to join the field of child care um, after, years after my children went to the child care center that I purchased. Um, I had the opportunity to own Kids World Learning Center. And 14 years later, here I am. 14 years. And you've been through a lot of expansion and quality rated processes, re-rating process. Georgia Pre-K, she had the first Pre-K Teacher of the Year. Mm-hmm. Yes. <laughs> the first quality rated yep. program. Yep. Um, we're a quality rated inclusion site. We're a Pre-K Tour Mentor site. So if DECAL has it, we usually have been through it. Yeah. The only downside of that is she's in Statesboro, and we ask her to come to Atlanta a lot. Uh, but we appreciate In fact, we were talking about before we went on today that she needs a helicopter, airplane, something uh, that can be used. But uh, we appreciate Michelle being here and Rachel as well. Rachel, kind of describe the peer support network. I think the name kind of implies what we think it might be. But what is it and, and how did it get started? Essentially, the peer support network is a network of directors and owners or child care administrators who come together to support one another. And it looks different 
in each of the meetings across the state, um, but they do have structured meetings where they have a topic that is guided by the participants that they get to talk about things such as staffing or um, they really want to talk about staffing a lot <laughs> um, or, you know, marketing or even just things like how do we do this in the classroom and what does that look like? And so um, we don't tell them what to say, but we give them the topic and the support materials. Um and so it, we started about four years ago. Michelle, I'm going to ask you to hop in here because Michelle's been with us really since the very beginning. And she, um, and now by now you know this, but she was the catalyst for a lot of this. So do you want to talk about um, how your experiences have influenced this? Sure. Um, back in December 2012 was when we were the first uh, program to be quality rated. And six months later, we immediately went back through the quality um, rated. And both times I felt that it would be great to be able to network with um, other programs that were going through the process, learn from them or, or be able to talk to them um, because they were experiencing the same difficulties and challenges and um, going through the same process that I would have been. And so we uh, originally... I spoke that out to Pam Stevens, and um, we piloted a quality-rated mentor program, and that has really evolved into what the peer support network is today. Hmm. So since that time, back in 2012, you've established over 20 networks that meet quarterly across Georgia in March, June, September, and December. And Michelle, you are a quality-rated ambassador who leads some of these meetings. So what can we expect at the meetings? Tell us what they're like. Okay. Well, you could expect a group of providers. Um, and this could either be the director, the owner, someone in, in administration. And we come together once a quarter to network, um, to encourage each other, um, to assist in solving any issues. And really the greatest thing is realizing that we are not alone. Oftentimes administration really feel that they are the only ones going through a particular situation that they're going through or experiencing any challenges. Um, and just knowing um, that we all are going through at one time or another some of those challenges. And those are the trainings that we receive, um, staff retention, staff motivation, um, you know, knowing that we're not alone can get us through all of those hurdles. And so we discuss ways um, of how the quality rated instrument um, can be implemented in um, less expensive ways than maybe we would have thought of, maybe thinking outside the box in some of those things. And so um, that's what a typical um, meeting usually looks like with a, um, a training implement added to that as well. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Any surprises or aha moments that you thought, I never thought we would talk about this or <laughs> something maybe you've learned since you're the expert in the field? Well, I don't know about the expert. <laughs> We're all experts in the field. But um, I wouldn't say an aha moment, but a particular situation um, happened where a provider came uh, just to let the group know that she was selling her program. And so she came for the, the purpose of advertising. <laughs> And we all rallied around her, found out what her issues were, and um, really encouraged and motivated her. And by the time the next meeting came around, um, she had uh, started her participation in Quality Rated, decided not to sell because her passion and her motivation for children um, for setting that foundation was still always there. Mm -hmm. It was the other um, influences that was really getting her down. And she also felt like she was alone. And so to know that we rallied around a provider who wanted to provide quality care for children and not leave the industry um, was something that was 
not really an aha moment, but a good moment. Yeah, absolutely. I think it was an aha moment for that provider who realized that all it takes is just be in a room full of people who are doing it. But that's we love that story. We talk about that because that's in essence, I think, what what we're trying to do. And that has nothing to do with whatever topic we decide, but Mm -hmm. what happens when you can huddle around someone with support. To go from I'm out of (laughs) here to I'm all in uh, is is a pretty good uh, change of pace. So just to clarify, Rachel, the, the members that come, they have to be already quality rated or can they be in the process of being quality rated? What are the requirements around attendance? There are no requirements. We just ask that they're interested in quality. And so we have a lot of people who come who, or at this point it's getting, we are seeing more people who are coming because they are, they they are part of the process. But in the beginning, there were people who were just kind of curious and Mm -hmm. they wanted to find out more about quality rated. And what they realized was, well, we're not talking about the specifics of getting rated and, you know, what those ERS tools or environmental rating scales um, are looking at. We're talking about just raising quality. And so we just ask that they're interested in doing that. And um, that's it. There are no other requirements. Right. So Michelle is a three-star quality rated provider. Makes sense that she uh, is one of our ambassadors. And you really... Uh, require, I guess, that an ambassador would represent a two- or three-star quality-rated program. Why is that important to you? Um, We want people who have navigated through quality-rated and have experience to bring to the table. So we know that a lot of people don't don't start off at that three stars. They might have started at one and jumped to three or, you know, two or three. And so we want them to be able to talk about the challenges that they experienced Mm. so that others can learn from, you know, those struggles. Um, and so for us, just knowing that they come to the table with some answer and some experience and that they can be some kind of guiding force is really helpful. Um, that's just one of the screeners. We have um, we have a pretty lengthy application process because it's important to us that the people who are um, really motivating and sharing a piece of themselves have a lot to offer. And, you know, you don't just find Michelle's on the corner <laughs> every day. So, right. um so, yeah, that's just – that's the starting point, and then we look at just certain other experiences and just what skills do they bring to the table. Gotcha. So talk a little bit about more – a little more about who should attend the meetings of the PSN. We know they have the ambassador, but – Everyone. I mean, <laughs> so, right, in short, we say anybody who's who's a representative of a child care program, it does – so I think I might have said there's no requirements before. We are looking at administrators, and that could be a director, assistant director, owner – curriculum coordinator, some kind of decision maker for the program. Um, there are uh, lots lots of other opportunities for staff and teachers, you know, in, but not the peer support network. This is really for those people who are making those everyday um, leadership decisions. Um, but anybody who's interested in just raising their bar or just needs some additional support because it can be a really, really thankless, lonely job. And so um, we find that when they do come, people might come because, you know, someone suggested they come or maybe they're coming because they heard, hey, I can get some training hours. Mm-hmm. But they always leave with that, um, you know, they, they leave motivated with a little bit of fire lit under them. Would you agree, Michelle? Absolutely. And then I would always say there's no distinction between family providers or um, center owners um, and, and admin because um, both are equally invited to the, to the PSN. Mm-hmm. 
fundamentally same business, same challenges. Absolutely. And if you're thinking of selling your child care program, come on down. <laughs> They'll talk you out of it. We <laughs> will change your they mind. will change and turn you around completely. So we've got standard training that's required of our child care providers, licensed child care providers uh, in Georgia. How would you say a peer support meeting is different than that typical training that's received? So sometimes um, typical trainings can be what we call a sit and get um, the participants sit, never move around, never participate, and, on, and are only there to receive the information. But this is not that type of forum. Um, the role of uh, the ambassador is to facilitate a meeting of peers. And so that's not our motive, is to just spew out information um, according to the training. But yes, there is training material involved, um, but the attendees are just as involved. Um, They are networking through the training. They're sharing their successes. They're sharing their challenges. Um, And, you know, we focus on that in every aspect of our trainings and our meetings. Mm And I would just add that during our meetings, we have two segments that continue each time. And one of them is called Community Connections, where we're literally building a database of local community resources. So, for example, in June, we're going to be talking about professional development. And so this is a big, important thing that could be a big expense for some people. And so we take a portion of the um, meeting where we just get a chart paper and we just start writing down what, you know, what does everyone bring to the table? And a lot of times we kind of ask them, we give them the prompt with, I shouldn't tell you this, but, or my best kept secret, because we know that it benefits everybody. And surprisingly, this has been We did it as just um, one session, and it took on. So now people are actually building these libraries of resources for that are specific to their communities, which is really awesome. So you can learn about lots of free things or just um, things you didn't know about. And then the other thing that happens in a peer support network meeting that probably doesn't happen somewhere else is we have a question and answer period where we just kind of have open-ended, you know, I want to know more about, and it's the chance for the ambassador to talk through her or his or her experience about that and really share and impart on them their knowledge because the rest of the meeting is for everybody's voice to be heard. So, And another um, uh, segment that we have is if I knew now what I knew then or <laughs> is, it the, is it the other way around? You so, um, you know, things that as going through, I've gone through quality rated and we're going through quality rated again right now four times. And there are things that I definitely wouldn't have done the first time that um, makes it easier for going through this time. So that are those little, you know, nuggets of, of valuable information for people that are just going through the process right now. So, Michelle, tell us a little bit more about your role as a PSN ambassador, but specifically about the benefits of being an ambassador. Well, I look at the role as an ambassador, as um, especially in the meetings, as being a facilitator. Um, but I do not only represent DECAL, but we represent quality. And so that is the main focus of being an ambassador. If you represent quality, then everything else kind of falls in line. And one of the benefits, um, as I was thinking about this, that I have received is just the networking of like-minded people, professionals, Um, in this industry um, that we can share with. I gain just as much as being in those meetings than maybe a participant does as well. And then also not only those that attend the meetings, but my other peer support network ambassadors. They are a wonderful group of 
you know, the cream of the crop, um, people that have been selected. And, you know, they're my tribe. I can call them (laughs) at any point in time. And we belong to a, a... a small group and so for me that is a is a great benefit and we're always looking for people to rise above and uh, join our um, I don't know ambassadorship maybe and um, join the and, tribe. and join the tribe <laughs> yes absolutely and so you know it's it's a great benefit sometimes this industry can feel really lonely mm-hmm. and um, this allows us not to feel so much and do you guys, uh, as PSN ambassadors, get together on a regular basis as well? Well, we have meetings, um, quarter no biannual meetings. Yes, um, a year that we meet up here at um, uh, right from the start. However, we network with each other all the time, sure. and so they're just a phone call away. And um, in my other role, I visit other ambassadors as mm. well. We'll talk about that in a little bit. I love uh, when you have contacts within your industry. I've got other state agency spokespeople Mm -hmm. that I work with, and I love it when you have a common issue. You send out an email to four or five of them, go to lunch, come back, and they've sent you examples of things that you should be doing. So I can definitely relate to that. We've got a great research team uh, here at DECAL, and they recently conducted uh, an evaluation of the peer support network. And, Rachel, I'm curious, was that good news or bad news? It was really good news. <laughs> However, going through the process, it was it had to be very vulnerable and open mm-hmm. to, you know, this was an evaluation of the effectiveness of something that we feel really strongly about and what are we going to find? Um, and the findings were all really positive. Um, overall, they found that the peer support network creates effective and supportive environments and that it provides, you know, important networking, professional development and opportunities for quality improvement for the providers in the state of Georgia. And and what that really means to us is that, um, and some of the things we found out is that both the ambassadors and the participants felt that coming to the meetings was a good use of their time, Mm. Um, that they gained knowledge, not only on how to increase quality, but that they learned how to change some of their business practices. And that's really important. Sometimes we ask people to make changes that might, you know, it might have some bottom line dollar implications and we're not trying to, you know, nobody wants anyone to go out of business. We want everyone to be successful. Mm -hmm. But business owner to business owner, Michelle can talk to somebody, you know, and offer things that we here at DECAL cannot. Mm-hmm. Um, so there was a lot of of that came out. People felt that they gained some business practices. And then that relationship building, that's something I think we've said a few times now, that feeling of I am not alone. And that was one of the motivators for people to come back. So while we spend a lot of time on the topics and, you know, developing this curriculum, which is important, ultimately it's just that togetherness and that peer-to-peer learning that is what brings people back. So, um, yes, it was really good. It was great to know that the effort we've put into it is paying off, but we also learned some things that's um, able to help us with programming down the line to make changes so that we can be even more effective and successful. That's great. It's good to hear that it's having a positive impact. So, Michelle, you recently stepped into the role of regional ambassador. I don't think I even know what that is. So (laughs) can you tell us more about that? Well, there's six regions in the state of Georgia. I knew that. (laughs) You passed. And we have uh, two regional ambassadors, um, and I am one of those. And um, so I handle... um, the southernmost part of the regions. Um, I think it's region four, five, and six. 
And, um, you know, as a regional ambassador, um, the ambassadors in my area fall under um, my jurisdiction. And so what I do is I encourage them, I support them, I make sure that they have all the materials that they need. Um, When we um, are out in the field, um, I'm looking for new recruits. Um, people that would would serve as a great ambassador. When people put their application in to be ambassadors, I go give a visit um, to make sure that they are quality. Um, you know, there's people that say they're quality, but that is subjective sometimes. And so we just want to make sure that the people that we have um, representing the PSN um, really fall into the criteria that's that's needed. And it's not like people from bright from the start can always go and visit down in southeast georgia um every day and so that's um what i call my little territory and um so and then we also do new onboarding for new ambassadors so we um, get them up to speed on what we do how we do it Um, we train and mentor new ambassadors Um, they come to one of my meetings i go to their first meeting to support them because it can be a little scary with um, training um, and facilitating a meeting uh, in the, amongst their peers if they if they've never done that before, and so we just make sure that they're fully equipped um, to be um, an ambassador um, for the peer support network. And might I add, all those things she added, those are all volunteer Ooh, responsibilities. Right? Yeah. So and she has a full-time job. She has a full-time <laughs> job that she's very good at, and then a lot of volunteer oppor- uh, jobs as well. Um, and so Michelle, along with Monica Lane on the north end of our state, are have taken on to pilot these roles. And it's really super it, – they, they act as this additional support because we learned how successful that we are doing. We need to grow and mm. to be able to grow um, from one area of the state without local support has been – in our biggest challenge and so they have they act as that liaison between our offices and the field and they know again michelle can say this is what it's like to be an ambassador i can say this is what we expect from you but she can say this is how we do it and so it's been a really great partnership and it we just rolled out in october of 2018 so we're we're about half year through and it's going really well Hmm. but we, we kind of knew it would. <laughs> you know, we alluded to this in the opening, but I just want to either verify, confirm, or deny the rumors here. We talked about how competitive child care is. Are you finding that the people within the uh, these meetings regionally, are they in each other's territory? Could they be competitors oh, yes. working together? Absolutely. All of my competitors sit at the table um, at the peer support network, um, meetings. And, you know, it is a time for us to get over the competitiveness and, um, support each other. Um, there's enough children in the state of Georgia to support all of us. And, you know, it, we are going through the same struggles, the same challenges, and we want to take the time to, um, celebrate everyone's successes. So that's what we focus on versus the competitiveness. And um, newcomers that come into the meetings, sometimes they're a little reserved until they look at the community agreements that we've um, developed in each of our um, areas. And when, you know, we talk about confidentiality, a non-judgment zone, um, things like that, um, you know, it it really loosens people up. And you would be amazed at mm. some of the things that we talk about. Yeah. You just don't hear about Coke and Pepsi sitting down on a weekly basis discussing how they can uh, 
you know, make beverages better. <laughs> but these are competitors that are actually uh, in it for the right reasons, and uh, I think that's great. So uh, looking ahead, Rachel, what's the future look like? Uh, you've got 20 networks now. Uh, you say we're headed toward uh, more. We're heading towards more, yes. And so it used to be we'd show a map of where we are, and there was a lot of white space. And um, now our white space on the map is, you know, it's filling in, and we have dots all along. But we want dots in every community. And so um, one of the ways we're going to grow is through open application. So in July of 2019, which is just in about a month, we will be opening up. Um, the floor for new applications for ambassadors. So look for information on that. Um, we'll be sending information out, you know, with some field staff and also via email and social media with what the qualifications are and then just, you know, additional information. So once we find our new ambassadors, um, we're just going to keep on growing. Mm -hmm. And with that and with the addition of more regional ambassadors, we're also looking forward to additional programming. So things like visit your QR neighbor and, um, you know, see that there's not one way that it looks. Quality mm -hmm. looks different in every program and in different classrooms within the same program. Um, and we're looking for more frequent programming. So right now we do quarterly meetings in each for each cohort, but we're going to open up the floor to more meetings, whether it's monthly or just regional get together. So um, the more we grow and the more people we have rowing in the same direction as us, the more opportunities for just support there will be for our child care providers. That's great. Great information. If folks are listening, they want more information and uh, want to know how to get involved, what do they need to do? Well, so our meetings in June will start happening the first week of June. And so if anybody's interested in attending, they can register via Georgia PDS and just do a keyword search for peer support network, three separate words. And then, of course, you know, follow our social media pages because we always have the link through there. And our ambassadors also reach out via email to the providers in their community. Um, as well as um, they can email qualityratedpsn at decal.ga.gov, and I'm happy to answer any questions that they have about whether they're a participant or an interested ambassador. Great. Well, congratulations on all the work. It sounds like they're doing a great job and only going to get better, don't I'm you? I'm amazed. Thanks. That was a good update. I haven't had an update in a while, so this actually gave me a chance to learn a little bit more. You know what a regional ambassador is? I do know is. what a regional ambassador is. Yes. <laughs> we those. have two of those. That's yeah. right. Yeah, there, north and one right. there will be six at some point, yeah, sure. but we'll keep you informed sure, on that. thank you. <laughs> this is great. Uh, Rachel and Michelle, thanks for being with us. Thanks. Thank you. This was fun. Now your questions from the water cooler. Hi, my name is Ashley Hawkins from the Pre-K Division. My question for the commissioner is, do you have any interesting vacations coming up this summer? So, Ashley, I do have a vacation coming up. Um, we are creatures of habit, so we always go to the beach um, in St. Simons the same week every year. Wow. <laughs> we stay in the same condo creatures of every habit. year, and we eat the same restaurants <laughs> every year. But um, it's more – I wouldn't call it a habit. It's more of a tradition. My children look forward to it, and my husband and I always look forward to it. So, yes, I am also looking forward to it, and my fingers are crossed for good weather. Now it's time to give you a chance at winning a nice prize in the decal download quiz. We'll draw one name from all the correct answers to this question. In what year was the Quality Rated Peer Support Network established? In what year was the Quality Rated Peer Support Network 
established. Email your response to decaldownload at decal.ga.gov. We'll put all the correct answers together. Draw one name for a nice prize. Thanks for playing and good luck. Thanks for tuning in to Decal Download. For more information, visit our website at decal.ga.gov. The conversation continues on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, and Pinterest. Follow Commissioner Jacobs on Twitter at C-O-M-M Jacobs.